In this edition of Locked On Capitals, your Washington Capitals fall to the Coyotes by a score of 3-2. to two. Alex Ovechkin passes Gordie Howe for the most goals on one team. And you can add one other player to the injured list. Let's talk about all of that and more next on this edition of Locked On Capitals. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen or view of the day. Yes, this podcast is also available in video form. So head on over to YouTube and check it out. And when you're on YouTube, make sure and hit that subscribe button. And if you like the videos, give it a thumbs up. It really helps grow the channel. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at LockedOnCaps. So the Capitals lose once again to a team that they really should have beat. You know, they were ahead for a good chunk of the game and that wheel kind of fell off towards the end of the game there. But, you know, this is one of those kind of trap games that I was talking about where the Capitals go in And they think that it's going to be a slam dunk. And what was really shown tonight was the tenacity and the, you know, the struggle and the perseverance of that Coyotes team. It is a team that is, you know, to a certain extent, kind of a laughing stock around uh, the NHL because they're playing at Mullet Arena uh, in Arizona, where the capacity is 4,700 fans. So uh, you got to think to a certain extent that, you know, there's a chip on the shoulder for this uh, Coyotes team, you know, and I think that it's a young and up and coming team. Um, I want to say that they said that they were the third oldest team in the NHL. So, you know, there is a lot of young players. There's a lot of um, established players there. There's a couple of former Capitals that are playing on that team. So it is a team that's searching for an identity. So just to start it off here, that's what we will talk about in the show is how your Washington Capitals do in fact fall to the Coyotes by a score of three to two. Again, this was a game, this was a trap game that the Capitals went into. You know, they should have won this game. By all rights, they should have won this game. There's no reason that they didn't. And once again, I don't mean to sound like a bit of a broken record, but Darcy Kemper did keep the Caps in the game. He made 23 saves on 26 shots. So not a lot more you could ask for. Out of Darcy Kemper, ultimately, he kept the Capitals in there. And, uh, you know, one of the things is, again, like I talked about, you know, in the previous podcast, is just playing a full 30-period game. That's what you have to do. Anthony Mantha and Alex Ovechkin get on the board. And it was a historic night for Alex Ovechkin. And we'll talk about that a little bit later in the show. But just talking about the game, uh, Anthony Mantha gets on the board. This is in Washington hockey now. After going without a goal for seven straight games, Anthony Mantha was determined to get it going. He got some good looks. And finally, his hard work paid off. Mantha scored a much-needed goal early in the third period, capitalizing on a turnover and spinning around before backhanding it um, to make it 2 to nothing. It was the 27-year-old's fourth goal of the season, um, and he ended up getting it past Vamelka. I think that, you know, Vamelka is going to be 
one of those goalies uh, that's going to be good for quite some time. Um, it was pretty uh, evenly dueled against between uh, Darcy Kemper and Vimelka out there. So, you know, I think, you know, despite what you see uh, around the Coyotes, I do think that in time, if they can keep some of those players on the team that you saw out there tonight, then I think that the future for that team could be good in years. Uh, you know, once they get established in their own arena once again, and they, you know, they can kind of see some of those younger players kind of come to terms and grow up a little bit. But uh, the Capitals, they did struggle tonight and uh, they end up losing one other game. Um, so, you know, they're kind of going in the wrong direction here. And how do they turn it around? That is the question. However, the same pattern came back to plague DC. Washington let a two to nothing lead disappear as Josh Brown was easily able to beat Kemper with him down in the crease before Nick Ritchie shot beat Kemper high just minutes later. The lead and good vibes vanished as the team dropped a lead for the fourth straight game. Wow, that is me hitting my nose against the microphone here. The frustration is really kind of starting to set in for this Capitals team as they are struggling to find a way to win a game against a team that, you know, is one of the worst in the NHL. You know, I know what I said that they're on the rise, but if you want to put them in comparison to the rest of the league, they should have won this game. You know, they were playing at home. They were playing in those reverse retro jerseys, which let's kind of talk about that for a moment. They look amazing. Um, if you guys watch the game tonight, hit me up on Twitter at DanCaps218 or at LockedOnCaps and let me know what you thought about those jerseys. I thought they looked amazing. I could see them being the future home jerseys for the team, but um, ultimately it was not enough as the Capitals fell once again. Then with 35.4 seconds left in the game, Richie scored his second of the night to lead Arizona to the win. No excuses, obviously, Ovechkin said of the loss. It starts from us leaders, and we can't blame injuries on it. Every player who plays in the NHL has some level to play in. Obviously, we miss those guys, but right now the situation is we have to pull on the rope with all our hands and don't panic and don't think it's over. We just have to bounce back and play together as a team as a group. And you know, that's what it's about. It's about playing together as a team. You know, a team is never as good as they are when they're playing the, their best. They're never as bad as they are when they're playing their worst. That was from Capitals Penguins 24 uh, seven road to the winter classic. If you guys remember that one and you know that I'm always reminded of that when I watch this caps team and inevitably there's always some high points and there's always some low points and this is a low point. This Caps team is facing a lot of injuries, and it's nothing new. Uh, there's a lot of injuries around the NHL, but they have to find a way to persevere. What is the one thing that I hear on Twitter? What's the one thing I hear on YouTube all the time? We need to get younger. Well, uh, this is a really great opportunity for this Caps team to see what they have in their younger players, what they have in the tank. Um, as you saw, you know, Garrett Pilon got called up. Sonny Milano was in the lineup tonight. Lucas Johansson is on the team. Um, and, you know, there are a lot of players that could get their opportunity. Joe Snively and Connor McMichael, all these players that we've heard about for some time. This is their time to shine to see what they have in the tank. Um, you know, and I know that today they went out uh, and they made an acquisition. Today they signed Nicholas Abe Kubel from Toronto. And uh, a name that I have heard around um, ultimately didn't work out for the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, he played rather well with the Avalanche last year, but 
the Caps are looking for someone to help fill these spots on this team. You know, you got to kind of stockpile your options a little bit. I know that we had all these call-ups. We had Sonny Milano, which, I mean, let's be honest, he played amazing tonight. He has a nose for the puck and a nose for the net. I do see a really, really bright future for Sonny Milano on this team. A-plus marks for uh, Brian McClellan going out and signing this guy for seven hundred and I wasn't want to say $75,000. That is cheap in NHL terms. So um, I think that, you know, from what I saw in a small sample size, considering that Sonny had zero practices with this team except for maybe the pregame skate, he played amazing and, you know, a bright spot in an otherwise not-so-great game. I do think that he will play very well. You also notice that Kuznetsov is back on the top line. Kuznetsov it, it has some pretty good wheels to him, and I think that Kuznetsov and Ovechkin work better. They tried that Strom on the top line, and ultimately they didn't get that kind of production that they were looking for, so Strom is back down on the second line. Um, but I do like the, the way the lineup that they had out there tonight. I would keep going forward with that. You have Protus on the fourth line, left wing. You got McMichael, and then it was Milano, and then Ovechkin on the left wing there. So I think that that was pretty stout. I think that was pretty solid. Um, you know, I think they're going to probably tinker with that a little bit there, you know. But, um, you know, that's what they're doing. They're trying to find um, some traction here, anything to get them some wins here. You know, they tried flip-flopping Kuznetsov and Strom, and they didn't get the uh, uh, outcome that they were looking for. So then they put Kuzi back on the top and put Strom down. I like that fit. I think that um, that is a good uh, fit going forward. And uh, I guess it ultimately remains to be seen going forward what they go with, but they do need to pick up. A big win because this schedule is not getting any easier for this Capitals team. Uh, they're playing the Edmonton Oilers. They're playing the um, the Lightning. They're playing the Penguins. These are all great teams. Maybe you've heard of a guy on the Oilers called McDavid. He's one of the best. Um, so you got to know that that Oilers team is going to pull the kitchen sink out of the wall and throw it at the Capitals. The Capitals have to grab that sink and throw it back at them and say, you're not beating us. They got to find a way to pick up a win against a formidable opponent and the Oilers will be that. And then some, so the Capitals just, you know, they didn't get lucky tonight. Um, and, you know, sometimes that's what it is, is luck. You know, they were leading for a line share of the game. They kind of took their eyes off the ball a little bit, the puck in this case, and they ended up losing a game that they were leading in for a line share of the game. How do they go forward? How do they fix that? Um, those are the questions that need to be answered because you don't want to go in too much of a losing uh, spiral here and then fall down the standings much further. So Caps don't have a lot of time to figure it out. You know, I've talked about this a lot in the show, but um, I do think they have that tenacity. I do think they have what it takes um, to, to figure it out because, you know, if you take a look at it now, if you just give up now, I mean, then you, the season is over completely. What they need to do is solidify these players that they have out on the ice, figure out which ones are working, which ones aren't working, and move forward with what they have. All right, so after the break here, we will talk about the historic night of Alex Ovechkin as he passes Gordie Howe for the most goals on one team. We'll talk about that next. If you've thought about securing your home with home security but have been putting it off, you'll want to listen up. Right now, Locked On Capitals listeners can order the number one rated Simply Safe home security system. 
for 50% off. This is their biggest offer of the year and you won't want to miss it. Here's why I love it. Did you know over the holidays, property crimes like burglaries and package theft spike nationally? That's why our friends at Simply Safe Home Security are offering 50% off their award winning security system so that more families can feel safe and secure this holiday season. Order your Simply Safe system for half off today and enjoy security and a greater peace of mind during this holiday season. Here's why I loved it. I had an issue where someone broke into my house. I used Simply Safe. They dispatched the police and took care of the situation. So that's what you have to do here. Um, it's just uh, call them and they have their staff that is in place uh, to help set you up. So you have that security. You know, when someone's breaking into your house, to have someone like Simply Safe with 24 7 protection. It's a great feeling. In an emergency, 24-7 professional monitoring agents use Fast Protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture crucial evidence and verify the threat is real so you can get priority police response. Don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system I recommend. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL. This is their biggest discount of the year, so don't wait. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Thank you for making Locked On Capitals your first listen today. Now make your second listen Locked On Game to Game. Every moment, every top performance, every result, Locked On Game to Game covers every game across the NHL with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NHL, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it's your team every day. In this episode, we are talking about the Capitals, and in the first segment, we were talking about how they didn't get the result that they were looking for on Saturday as they fell to the Coyotes, but it was a historic evening for one, Mr. Alex Ovechkin. It seems like it's always historic when he is out on the ice, and today was no exception as he passed Gordie Howe for the most goals on one team as the Washington Capitals don their reverse retro sweaters. They saw vintage Alex Ovechkin takes the ice and make history, but they also saw old habits return and ultimately lost. Ovechkin scored his 787th career goal and Anthony Mantha got on hand. I don't know what it is. We just haven't done enough to win uh, questions Van Riemsdyk. But what was the great moment, he said tonight, was watching Alex Ovechkin play great hockey. This was in Washington Hockey Now. The Capitals saw him make history once again as he broke Gordie Howe's all-time record in a reboot of a very sweater he started his career in with 8.55 left in the second period and just seconds left to operate on the power play. Ovechkin rifled a one-timer from the left circle, still in the vicinity of his office, past um, Vamelka to make it one to nothing. The power play goal was career number 787 and moved him past Howe for the most goals with one franchise in NHL history. And again, this is one of the things that I talked about in the last podcast is when you watch these games, it is history being broken every single time. It seems like he's out on the ice. He's either tying a record or beating a record or just within a couple goals of a record. So 
you know, if you just watch him play, you know, if you even want to watch the Capitals just to watch Alex Ovechkin play, I could see that because, you know, when, when his career is all said and done, we'll look back on him and say he was one of the greatest, if not the greatest players uh, ever on this team. And uh, Alex Ovechkin scores on the power play to give the Caps a one to nothing lead. Like I talked about, it marks Alex Ovechkin's 787th goal. Ovechkin is now 13 goals away from 800, 15 from passing Halfer the second on the NHL's all-time goal list, and 108 from breaking Gretzky's all-time scoring record of 894. With his goal tonight, Ovechkin also passes Adam Oates, Adam Oates, excuse me, for the 19th most points in NHL history. Ovechkin has, has now scored the first goal of a game 132 times, which marks the second most game opening goals in NHL history, which was held by Yamir Yager. So you know, it's not just one goal. It's not just the goal of him wanting to pass Wayne Gretzky or catching Gordie Howe. It's all these other subsequent goals that we talk about, about the most goals on one team. And then he has another one coming up with the most goals on the road. It seems like when his career is all said and done, he's going to have a lot of records and a lot of different things. So just a really great uh, moment, like I talked about in the last podcast, to be a fan of the Capitals to be a fan of Alex Ovechkin, but not even if you're a fan of the Capitals in general. This is a good time to be just a fan of the NHL because it doesn't really matter who you're rooting for. You are witnessing history uh, on the ice. You're not watching some archival footage of Wayne Gretzky, some grainy footage uh, from the 1980s. You're watching in real time Alex Ovechkin breaking all these records, and it's a really special time. Um, I was at... Um, I was going to say the Verizon Center because that's what it was called when I was there, but uh, Capital One Arena, um, to just see him, uh, when I was there, I saw him get, I want to say, I don't remember, he was, he was another goal record. It was from five years ago. I don't remember what it was, but uh, they had a ceremony for him there, but it was really special. I remember to see him uh, beat this record and then also have a ceremony afterwards it was just a really special moment and that's what i'm talking about if you can find a way if you're not in the dc area to make it to a capital one arena and watch him play it's a really special moment oftentimes at pregame skates you can get right down to the uh, next to the glass and i remember thinking how cool is it that i'm right here the glass is right here and he's right on the other side of the glass just a really cool thing because if you live outside the dc market and you watch a line's share of the games on television you can't, you don't really respect, you know, what it is. You just see him as almost this television character. But if you can get a chance to go see them play live, and again, if you go to the pregame skates, you can walk right next to the, the glass where they're doing shooting the puck. And he often, you'll just see him right on the other side of the glass. A really, you know, special moment that you can kind of take into consideration and just, and, and just uh, hold it for what it is because, you know, you are witnessing and you're looking at one of the greatest players of all time. And even back then, even five years ago, he had broken all kinds of records when I saw him play. But um, just if you can do it, just a really special night uh, for when, when I was there with my wife for my 40th birthday, five years, man, how the time flies. But um, just a really special moment for Alex Ovechkin. And we do look forward to him 
uh, passing uh, Gordy Howe and Wayne Gretzky at some point. Um, it is in sight. And, you know, and as long as there's not some sort of major injury, I think that Alex Ovechkin is on on pace and he's on the right trajectory to end up passing a Gordy Howe and uh, eventually Wayne Gretzky. It's just going to take a little bit of time. All right. So after the break here, we are going to talk about the myriad of injuries. Yes, there's a new one every game. And who is it this game? We'll talk about that next. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it is your team every day. In this last segment, we are talking about the injuries facing this Capitals team. Yes, another player goes down, Dmitry Orlov. I mean, I, he is one of the integral pieces of the on the team, on the blue line. He's also a two-way player. He's a good defenseman, but he also has that good scoring touch. Washington Capitals defenseman Dmitry Orloff is questionable to return after suffering a lower body injury on Saturday against the Coyotes, writes Washington Hockey Now. Orloff was out there for the start of the game but hadn't played after the first period. It is unclear exactly what happened. The team is calling it a lower body injury. So we're going to go ahead and take that generic label and just slap it on the side of it. It is unfortunate to the Capitals who are already without a bunch of different players. If Orloff is out, that leaves Washington without top uh, two top defensemen. As we know, John Carlson is out as well. So if we take a look at the list of players, Capitals currently nursing injuries, Dmitry Orloff, lower body, John Carlson, lower body, Beck Malenstein, finger, TJ Oshie, lower body, Connor Brown, ACL, Carl Hagelin, eye hip, Tom Wilson, ACL, Nick Backstrom, hip. I cannot recall a time in Capitals history where there has been so many injuries at one time. It is unreal. You know, when we were talking about this team in the preseason, in the summer, you know, that's how stacked they were when they picked up Connor Brown and Dylan Strom and Darcy Kemper and all these players were like, wow, this team is going to really make a good push because they are stacked. Well, I guess, you know, the injury bug took a curveball and just really hung it and uh, connected. And what we saw here is the Capitals are facing a myriad of injuries. So, you know, you can take a look at it in a negative light. I choose to look at it as an opportunity for these young players that we see, you know, and hear about all the time to get their opportunity to play, right? We always hear all the time that, you know, I only wish, you know, that this team is so old and they won't let any of the younger guys play. This is their opportunity uh, to end up uh, going out and playing. And one of the other acquisitions that they made today to help rectify that situation is the Capitals claim, uh, excuse me, Kubel to help address the injury. They sign Nicholas Abe Kubel from the Toronto Maple Leafs. They pick him up, shall we say, um, off the waiver wire. Uh, the Washington's Capitals are turning to their waiver wire to solve their injury woes and will take a chance on Nicholas Abe Kubel. The Capitals have claimed the forward off waivers from the Maple Leafs to make space for him as they were at the 23 skater limit. They assigned Garrett Pilon back to the AHL Hershey Bears. So Pilon didn't really get his opportunity to shine on the big team. 
but uh, that is a name, Kubel, that I recognize. I know, I remember that he played rather well for the Avalanche, and then he went and signed that deal with the Maple Leafs and just never really jumped off the page. Kubel inked a one-year deal, one million contract with the Maple Leafs back in July. However, things haven't exactly gone according to plan as he played in just six games and went without a point. However, he did have a whopping 21 hits over that span. Toronto recognized the fact that he had a shorter offseason following his Stanley Cup win with the Avalanche. Ultimately, though, the Leafs placed him on waivers. The 26-year-old winger started last year with the Flyers and had one assist in seven games before being traded to the Avalanche. With Colorado, Kubel posted 11 goals and 11 assists in 67 games and also appeared in 14 playoff games en route to the Stanley Cup. Yes, he is the one who accidentally dropped and dented the trophy when he slipped coming into the group photo. So, you know, not some real positive uh, karma, I guess, or whatever you want, want to call it with him. But, um, you know, really great opportunity for him and a Caps team that is, like I talked about, facing a myriad of injuries. You know, if they can go out and pick up a guy like this, hopefully he can help solidify the team. Kubel is a gritty fourth-line role player who can play with grit and help generate pressure on the forecheck. While playing well in his own hand, he would fit in well on the fourth line with Nick Dowd and Garnet Hathaway and would be a great fill-in with Beck Malenstein on the shelf. As we know that Malenstein faced that injury, his finger, as he slid in front of a puck. You know, when I saw that, I did not think that was a finger injury, but I'm not a doctor. As it turned out, his hand must have been down and, you know, the puck caught it and you know what happens. He ended up hurting his finger and he's going to miss some substantial time. The Capitals uh, also saw, like I talked about, Sonny Milano play in tonight. And I was always, you know, for ever since I heard that the Capitals signed him, I was excited to see what he had. Um, just kind of taking a look at his stats. He was drafted rather high. So um, the Capitals able to pick him up off a PTO from the Calgary Flames. And it just seems like what I saw tonight is he has a good eye for the puck. He has a good eye for the net. I mean, he made, he had a lot of, uh, a few scoring opportunities anyway. So, you know, that's what they're looking for. They are kind of, they have a lot of their money tied up in a lot of players. So they don't have the money to go out and sign this big marquee name. But you know, the one thing about Brian McClellan is he can kind of find the diamonds in the rough. Um, and in this case, he found Sonny Milano. And I think that Kubel is another guy that will fill in well on this team. And it's worth a shot. Um, you know, at this point, we're dealing with a long laundry list of players that are out. We need all the help we can get. And if they can kind of stack up these options, because ultimately they're not all going to work out, of course. But uh, even if a couple of these guys can work out and help this Caps team turn things around, uh, you know, they're losing too many games in a row now. And you know what I'm saying is though the wheel's going like this, but the more they lose, the more the wheel starts to wobble. And uh, that's when things can kind of go off the rails. And, you know, when we take a look at this, these are some of the last remaining years with Alex Ovechkin on this team. We want to make the most of them. We want to make as many runs for the cup as we can. You know, they went out and solidified net minding. They went out and filled all these roles. And then the injury bug hit. But in any case, they have to persevere. They have to pull their bootstrap straps up and figure out a way to win these games. And good for Brian McClellan going out once again and picking up these players and Sonny Milano and Kubel. Let's hope these guys can come and help this Caps team pick up some big wins because Lord knows they need it. 
And uh, hopefully they can, you know, kind of inch their way up the standings. You know, the one thing I will say, the Capitals are lucky, is that the Metropolitan Division is a bit of a dumpster fire right now. No one is taking the reins of the Metro and uh, claiming it as their own. So the Capitals, just like the other uh, um, teams in the division, uh, should just, you know, keep playing, keep winning. And, you know, at least get back into the win column. We've lost too many games in a row right now that uh, if the Caps can get back in the win column and slowly inch their way up, I think that, you know, as long as the one of these other teams doesn't catch fire, I think the Capitals will be in a really good position uh, to do some great things. Thank you for making Locked On Capitals your first listen. Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest news from around the NHL and the take of the day available on the Odyssey app, YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, once again, thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it is your team every day. My name is Dan Holmey, and I'll talk to you again next time.